Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always, always glad that you are with me. Feeling a little under the weather, so if if there's random pauses throughout this, it's just because I'm muting myself and trying to not force you to hear some bad sounds. Either way, I'm glad that you guys are with me today. I want to talk about something, and, and I don't think it can be ignored anymore. Uh, thanks to Jordy Collada. You may not know who that is. I'm going to tell you who that is. But he uh, said something on his show, I believe yesterday or the day before yesterday, recently, this week, said something on his show. And he is somebody that honestly I think would know. I think he would know. This isn't just some random guy. It's somebody that would know something like this that uh, dropped uh, 20 seconds of news on his show that I don't want to ignore anymore. Even though, as I talked about, I think last time with you guys or two episodes ago, it's hard to discuss the old Miss basketball opening when there is not an opening. But if we're being honest, baseball is a week away. The, uh, the, the content game is a little slow right now. So I think that this would be a really good time to talk about something that Jordy said. Also, Ole Miss has five players participating in the combine. We'll tell you who that is and talk about that some as well. But first, I want to remind you, uh, number one, please subscribe to this podcast if you have not already. If you're listening in browser, uh, don't do that. Pull out your phone, find your favorite podcast app. I would recommend Spotify. Search Rebel Report. And if you like what you hear, leave a rating and a review. I'd appreciate that very much. Also, follow me on social media at Michael Borky, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all under the same name, at Michael Borky. And this podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you're in the market for office technology and you're located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, Advantage Business Systems, again, ABSMS.com is the website. They've got you covered. They've got everything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, IT projects, phone systems. If it's tech, if it's in the office and you or in your business or your business need it, and you're located in Mississippi, they've got you covered. If you tell them I sent you, you get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is. They'll perform that assessment on me. Just tell them I sent you. ABSMS.com. All right. Will Wade. That's going to be the title of this podcast, I think. Will Wade. Jordy Collada uh, used to do a, a radio show in Baton Rouge with T-Bob Bear. Now he's off uh, on his own doing his own thing. He's got a very successful uh, YouTube show and podcast, and he's expanding, and he's got more and more employees. He's, he's doing a great job. Very successful, uh, well-respected media member in the state of Louisiana. Said on his show this week that, uh, according to sources close to him, the expectation is Will Wade and LSU are going to essentially get off of um, their punishment, that they're not going to get punished, that... There is, they, they couldn't find the gun. They found the smoke because the smoke was recorded by the FBI. Uh, but for whatever reason, according to Jordy, th- there are sources that are confident that LSU and Will Wade are going to essentially go unpunished. That makes, that, that changes things, in my opinion, for the Ole Miss coaching search. 
um, when it comes, because it's coming. So when it comes, and I know they just won, and I was happy to see that the players win. If you guys hear me talk long enough, I don't feel bad for the coaches. They make too much money for me to feel bad for. Uh, but the, the, those guys have, have played really hard, and it just it hasn't translated to wins. And they seem like a team full of good kids, uh, good character kids. Uh, and, you know, they deserve to win one. And I was happy to see that. They, they deserve to win one. But I don't think, I mean, that doesn't change anything. There, there's still a coaching search that is going to, to go on soon. And I have tried my hardest to kind of avoid talking about candidates, even though it comes up in every conversation I have with Ole Miss fans. It comes up. Who are they going to hire? Who are the candidates? What are you hearing? All that stuff. And I've talked about guys like Dusty May because I think that would be a, a natural fit. It, it makes a ton of sense. I mean, he coached under Mike White. He's got SEC experience. He, he's taken FAU to an unprecedented level uh, right now. He has literally 50%, 50% of their winning seasons. He has them ranked for the first time. He's a good coach, all that stuff. Natural ties. Guy like him makes sense. McCasland at North Texas, even though his style of play would not be something that I would go down. He's a winning basketball coach. His candidacy would make sense. People have... Talked about Steve Forbes possibly wanting out of Wake Forest. That that a guy like that makes sense. But so many people have asked me about Chris Beard and Will Wade, and I, my my line of thinking was essentially you can't hire either one. One because I don't think Will Wade's or didn't think Will Wade's situation was going to be resolved before you're hiring a, a coach. And two with Chris Beard. Um, I don't think that you should go down that road. That's just my opinion. You're free to disagree. Uh, Even if he gets quote unquote cleared, which it's unsure uh, that that's going to happen in time anyway. um, Police observed. uh, Observed physical damage done. I mean, the, the comparison comparing Chris Beard in his situation to Bruce Pearl and Will Wade, I, I think is is wrong. To me, there's a pretty significant difference between broke NCAA rules, paid players, and arrested for domestic violence. I think there's a really dramatic difference between the two. And I know in college sports, like that there that there's no real thing as morality. It's all about wins and losses, but I do think that you need to draw a line somewhere. And in my opinion, you should draw a line at that I, I don't I don't think that Ole Miss should completely and totally sacrifice everything, everything to hire somebody that was arrested recently for domestic assault in the way that he was. Uh, I think that you can look the other way and sacrifice morals when it comes to NCAA violations, even things like extramarital affairs and stuff that happens in college sports all the time. Okay. Bad people work in college sports. A lot of bad people work in college sports. They do. I mean, that's just kind of the nature of the business. Guys like Hugh freeze after doing what he does, get other sec jobs down the road. I get it. But Hugh freeze and, and Bruce Pearl and will Wade are a different level of morality than, than domestic abuse. And I don't think Ole Miss should go down that road. Um, I've talked to enough people that say they they don't want Ole Miss to do that. 
and, and uh, some people are would be more willing to look away. But there's a difference between getting cleared legally and it didn't happen. And it's just not something that I would do personally. And, and I don't think Ole Miss is going to go down that road. And it doesn't sound like his situation is going to be cleared either way. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Will Wade. If somehow there is resolution in the NCAA situation with Will Wade, and if Jordy Collada is correct and that he is able somehow to skirt penalties, I think that that should be candidate number one, and I think that you should do whatever it takes to hire him. And I know that that rubs people the wrong way because they think that he's a bad guy and he's a jerk and he's slimy. And you know what? I won't argue with you. He is slimy. I spent years on the radio show calling him wiretap Will. and I mean, just making a joke at his expense at every turn. Yeah, he's slimy. Yes, he, he broke rules and didn't was caught on a federal wiretap and, and all of that stuff. Yes, that, that absolutely happened. It is slimy. He's got a very punchable face, if we're being completely honest. He, he's just, he's not somebody that you want dating your daughter, okay? That's, that's fine. And I have, I have made many, many jokes at his expense over the years. I have. But man, his crime, his quote, crime, is legal now. What he got caught doing is endorsed in state legislatures in all 50 states. It is endorsed. It is encouraged. It is what has to happen now. It is legal. The NCAA cannot govern paying players, and they're choosing not to govern the recruiting inducements. They, they are completely toothless, and paying players is legal now. That is his crime. His crime is something that is legal. And that is not the only reason why he won. Because I've, I've seen and heard people say, well, he wasn't that good at LSU, and he only won games because he paid players. First of all, that is not true. Uh, he won at Chattanooga. He was 27-7 and seven in the Southern Conference at Chattanooga. 27-7. and seven. Do you think that's because he had a bunch of players that he paid at UT Chattanooga? Probably not. He was 28 and 8 at VCU. 28 and 8 in conference. That's the Atlantic 10 at VCU. And he won 62.5% of his games in the SEC at LSU. And that was during the time that uh, the SEC was getting much better. He made the Sweet 16 in his second year. So his first year was a little tough, but they still won 8 and 10 in the league. I mean, my gosh, Ole Miss would kill for 8 and 10 right now with how the basketball program was going, but went to the NIT then went to the Sweet 16, was 12-6 and six in the league when COVID canceled their season, and made the tournament the next two years. He was 55-33 and 33 in the SEC at LSU. And yes, yes, he bought players at LSU, but guess what you have to do in basketball, and guess what is legal now in basketball? Paying players. He's got connections that very few, if any, coaches would have. He would uh, command immediate fan attention. And he's a good basketball coach. Are there better? Yeah. But can you hire somebody that has the combination of good coach and the ability to get players and apparently a bunch of money uh, through his connections with, I, I guess it's shoe companies, businesses, I don't know. Apparently there's there's this idea that he would bring in tons of NIL money wherever he went. And I believe that, honestly, with how connected he is. But he would 
call for immediate fan attention. He would immediately get you players. He would immediately make your program interesting. And he would win because that's all he does at places that you don't just buy players to win at. Chattanooga, VCU, before he went to LSU. It's slimy. It, it, it would. It, it's kind of gross or whatever. But can you afford not to do that, in my opinion? Again, I think there's a line, and that line is, is drawn right before Chris Beard, in my opinion. D- domestic violence is not something that you, that you should swallow. You shouldn't sacrifice your programs for something like that. But I think you sure should feel comfortable getting somebody that broke NCAA rules that apparently might not even get punished for. If you didn't even get punished for it, and it's legal now, what's your hang-up? Ole Miss has no history of basketball success, no history of winning one current player in the NBA. I don't think, to me, there is not a single good enough counter argument to not hire Will Wade. Well, the NCAA is going to be after him. After him for what? Paying players? That's legal. Well, the FBI is going to be after him. Are they? Because that, that ship has sailed. It's over. I mean, all the guys that went to prison are out of prison now. Oh, well, he's a, he's a bad guy. There's lots of bad guys in coaching. Hate to tell you. Um, very few of them, it seems, are truly like top to bottom, 100% decent people. But for as much as I think Ole Miss can be, Ole Miss has not been. And when you haven't been, you've got to take risks on guys like Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin had a checkered past. He's he's certainly no choir boy. A little bit different than Will Wade, but still, he's certainly no choir boy on top of all the drama and stuff that comes with him. But but you take a risk and you hire him and your program's nationally relevant right away, and now you're winning games. Everybody's pissed off, rightfully so, but everybody's pissed off about an eight-win season. It's won 18 games in the last two years. It's working perfectly. There's a lot of stuff that you have to deal with with Lane Kiffin, but you as a program took a risk on that, and it's paying off for you in droves. It is. Do the same thing with Will Wade. He will bring players. He will bring wins. He will bring attention. He will bring NIL money, and he consistently makes the NCAA tournament. That, that's something that you have you, you can't say ever about your program ever. Do you want fun basketball or not? It is an absolute, if Jordy Collada is correct and it happens in time, it is an absolute no-brainer you bring him on. If Greg Sankey fights you uh, for it, remind him about allowing Mississippi State, or, or players at Mississippi State, to snitch on you to the NCAA with impunity. Hugh Freeze is coaching in the SEC now. So if he tries to tell you not to do it, I, I wouldn't listen. But if LSU doesn't get punished, then there's not much grounds that he can stand on. At least I don't think so. Bobby Petrino is coaching in the SEC again. Hugh Freeze and Bobby Petrino are in the SEC again. Okay, Ole Miss can hire Will Wade. And if, if he has an objection, that's too bad. Will Wade makes all the sense in the world to me. I, I think it would be a risk. I think it would be a, a situation where a lot of uh, Ole Miss fans and people that cover the program hand up would have to uh, 
you know, have to eat some crow about things that we said in the past about Will Wade. But do you want to win? And do you want to get players? And do you want to have interesting basketball? Because you haven't won. And the players you've gotten have transferred out and been better elsewhere. And you haven't been interesting for years. You're a non-traditional power. You, you haven't had long-term success at any point. You've barely had any success at all. Check, 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 check. You got to hold your nose a little bit, but I promise you it's worth it because you would win and you would get players. And the only morality you'd have to sacrifice is somebody broke rules that are now legal. I can't think of, of one real downside. Oh, he's slimy. They all are. John Calipari's slimy. He gets players every year. Are you kidding me? Bruce Pearl's slimy. Did an assistant coach go to prison? I mean, this is this is kind of the nature of the business now. Do you want to win or not? Makes sense to me if Jordy Collada is correct. So there you go. The podcast, by the way, is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Conveniently manage all of your Priority One Bank accounts from anywhere you have internet access. Their online banking and bill pay service lets you do more than just check balances. You can transfer funds, make payments, set alerts, and more. They also help make your life decisions easier by providing local decision-making for your loans. Call your local Priority One Bank branch today for more information. They've got 16 locations scattered across the state of Mississippi. I use one myself, and you should too. That's Priority One Bank. All right, you've got five Ole Miss players participating in the Combine, by the way. This is always a cool thing. It's a pretty good gauge that... Uh, the NFL thinks that these guys are uh, are going to be on a roster next year. I mean, that's they, they don't invite non-legitimate prospects uh, to the combine. It's Nick Broker, Zach Evans, Malik Heath, Jonathan Mingo, and Tavius Robinson. Those are the four guys from – or five guys, excuse me, from Ole Miss that are making their way to the combine this year. Um, Malik Heath is especially interesting to me because I said this on the radio yesterday, and then. I'm sure that there were some state fans that took exception to this, but I stand by it. Um, he wouldn't be in this position had he stuck around where he was. He had over 900 yards receiving this year, played through injury, showed some toughness, blocked well. He's a big-bodied, athletic wide receiver who kept his nose clean for the year at Ole Miss, too, had some stuff happen at Mississippi State. He needed a fresh start somewhere. He, he needed to, to get away for Mississippi State and kind of restart. And what a great decision it was for him. I mean, kind of quietly had a really, really good season. I think somebody he's somebody, if he tests well, might shoot up uh, some boards. Not like a first-round pick or anything, but I would not be surprised at all to see Malik Heath as like a wide receiver three uh, somewhere uh, next year, getting some serious playing time. I'm really intrigued at his prospects because I think he was a hell of a lot better then he got credit for just because Judkins was so great uh, last year. He kind of got overshadowed by the greatness of Judkins. But he was very, very good for uh, for Ole Miss uh, last year. Mingo, the question, of course, is separation. Can he separate and can he be more consistent with his hands? Tavius Robinson was just really solid uh, for Ole Miss. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's somebody that you look up and, and he's on a roster somewhere getting some rotational snaps. Uh, you know, maybe practice squad stuff, but uh, he was just really solid uh, and ended up being objectively very good for Ole Miss by the end of last year. 
And it's a really interesting and cool story as well. Coming from Canada, moving to the SEC, the adjustment being a huge jump from one to the other, and acclimating well and playing well. Seems like a really, uh, really nice kid. Zach Evans has all the ability in the world. Uh, the questions are are about injuries and, and stuff like that. But, um, hell, if he's available like in the fourth round, I would love for my Saints to pick him up. I think he would be great value for some team with that skill set. And, uh, and Nick Broker. Uh, Nick Broker, I was asked yesterday what he's going to play at the NFL. It's definitely not tackle. He's going to be on the interior somewhere. And um, the combine in those workouts and interviews are going to be really uh, important for him as uh, as well. So there you go. Those are the, the five guys. But, yeah, I've completely and totally talked myself into Will Wade for, uh, for Ole Miss. I, I think that if Jordy's right and he's cleared, that is candidate number one. And um, and you would win, and you would be interesting, and you would feel a little slimy, but that's okay. Uh, he's a jerk, but he'd be your jerk, and that's all that uh, that's all that really matters. So anyway, uh, we'll talk more about this as things get a little bit more real, but I can't ignore that. That's just fascinating from uh, from Jordy. So anyway, we'll uh, we'll see where this goes. In the meantime, you guys have a great rest of your week, and I'll talk to you again soon. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.